Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is no better show on your radio. This is Around the House with Eric G. Everybody stop what you're doing, please! From your back fence to the sidewalk, Eric will tell you how to keep it all in tip-top shape while helping you save a buck while doing it. If you like DIY projects, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it, and Eric is here to guide the way. These are the wrong plans! These are the old plans! All that and more on the fastest two hours of home improvement radio. Stop it! Stop what you're doing! Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. This is the Pro Insider. This is where we talk about the business stuff. For the residential construction and design industry, this is for you. Now, let's talk a little bit about leadership in this episode because I really wanted to talk about this one because it's it's interesting. It's popped up into conversations over the last few weeks, and I went, you know, that is a heck of a topic for a pro insider. Work environments right now out there can be tough. Material prices are going up. There's a labor shortage. Just about every stress is hitting the job site. We can't get stuff. You know, a sheet of plywood, 70 bucks. It's really messing with how people are doing stuff. I'm seeing construction, you know, job sites out there where they don't want to cut the plywood up to cover up a a wall opening that's temporary because they're going to need to use that later and they don't want to spend that money of the customer's budget. So stuff that we saw, they're being much more efficient with, but it's adding a lot of stresses to everyone, top down. That's what I want to talk about today. And I hate, the, I hate the word, but it does tell a story, the toxic work environment. You know, there are construction companies, heck, even trade organizations that have leaders at the top that end up being just toxic for everyone around them all the way down. And that can affect the outcome of people's careers, people's lives. And let's talk a little bit about leadership today and how you deal with that within an organization. Now, if you're in an organization and you're a framer, a designer, This is a tough one to battle because all of a sudden you realized that you went to the wrong company. You are working for the wrong people. The good news is today's age, it's probably easier to change that because there's so many job openings out there. As an employee, if you're in that toxic work environment and you're not happy 
and you want to do something different, there's probably an answer out there for you today because it seems everyone is looking for good people. So this is a great time for you as a person to change that circumstance. Because you know something? It's going to be a tough battle to ride out for that person that's maybe one, two, three, four, you know, ladder rungs up from you to change how they do business. And odds are, it's going to take a while for them to change unless something comes crashing down. So let's talk about it. If you're the person that's at the top, first off, rarely does that person at the top even know that they're a bad boss. They are not inspiring their people. They're not helping their people grow. They're not doing any of that. They think that they're a strong leader, but but are not self-aware enough that the people beneath them believe in what they're doing and believe that they're healthy for the company. I know plenty of CEOs, directors, whatever you want to call them out there, that rule with an iron fist and the people around them and below them are completely miserable in their nine-to-five workday. And you know something? Those people just blast right through, and they're trying to do the best they can in the uh, lower-than-average work environment. That's not a healthy place to be, especially when there's room out there. So my advice to all of the bosses, all of the owners, all of the CEOs out there is to help the people around you grow. How do you do that? First off, start with an open-door policy where the people around you are not afraid to come discuss with you an issue. So that's one of the first things that happens when you end up being that always angry, always unpredictable boss. When somebody brings that door, that glass door gets shut. I'll handle it. I'll deal with the repercussions. Sometimes forgiveness is easier than permission. Now, you want them to be able to think on their own as a CEO or a director, but you also want them to come talk to you and have some learning environments so they can figure out the best way to handle somewhat awkward situations or new situations. So you want to have that open door where you can help them. Quite frankly, if you're raising your voice, if you're making veiled threats, you've got the wrong people around you anyway. And that could be your boss or the people below you. So think a little bit about how that works. Think about how people come to you with problems. Are you solution-oriented? Are you talking down to them? What can you do to make that environment better as a leader? And then, one of the hardest things that I think I have seen done is to have a reverse review of management. You have all the people in the company do an anonymous checkbox review 
and put a box out in the lobby kind of thing of how people perceive management. Now, you're going to have people that won't honest, that honestly give you answers because they're going to they're gonna be conspiracy theorists. But give them all the same color pen. Let them all check the boxes. Have them fold them up, put them in, whatever they're going to do. This is going to tell you what people think. What is your environment around there? It's really that simple. Then you, as a leader, can start to explore how to fix that. Because your company is not doing what it's supposed to be doing with its budgets, with its sales. I guarantee you that is your biggest room to grow if you have a toxic work environment. Now, you could be in a toxic relationship and some of those same rules apply. I've been there, done that before. I own the lunchbox. Happy I'm not in there anymore, but a lot of those same concepts work. Being open to discussion. Talking through that stuff. But really, if you as a owner, director, CEO, division president, whatever you want to be, if you can get that environment healthier to work in, you're going to keep employees and you're going to have employees trying to drag people into your organization, not spending half their day while you're not looking on the job sites looking for another job because they can't handle it anymore. And right now, for the people out there that are in this environment and the people that are leading in this environment, there's somebody that's going to steal those people away from you in the construction industry right now if you are not running your ship like you're supposed to be. So take some time. Think about this one. Let this marinate a little bit. But if you've got that toxic environment, fix it. It can be fixed. You can be fixed. It's just going to take some insightfulness and communication to get it there. And maybe you start doing some stuff. Maybe you've got uh, Friday barbecue days. Maybe you've got things like that to keep morale up that you do in conjunction with being a better boss, not micromanaging, and letting people do what they do, but being open to help them when they need it. And that can be the secret to a healthy work environment, a healthy job site where people can grow. Don't be threatened by the people beneath you. You want to train them to be your replacement one day. And if you can do that, that will take load off of you and make you a better leader. So make sure that the people beneath you, if you were going to go take two weeks off, are they capable of running this entire organization that you're in? Can they handle it? And that's something to really think about. Can they handle it? And if they can't, you need to put the people in the can or train the one you got or ones you've got. And that's where that decision is going to be made. we got a great show ahead this weekend. You don't want to miss on Around the House with Eric G. We have Kevin O'Connor, This Old House, with a full interview as well as so much more. Have a great rest of the week. Happy Thursday. Thanks for listening to Around the House.
Around the House with Eric G. is produced by, designed by Eric G. in association with Salem Media and distributed nationally by the Sun Broadcast Group. All rights reserved. Copyright 2020, designed by Eric G. We will be back next week. If you missed part of the show, check out the podcast of all of our shows at AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Remember, measure with a micrometer, mark with caulk, and cut with an axe. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.